Hey everybody, this is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 131st episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, I want to talk about valuable data points. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day? and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. So we were working with this company that has an after-school program, and we're working on creating like a customized version of Class Stars, which is something that we're doing on the at the enterprise level so if you download the app the free version will give you the direct to teacher user version where you can download the app for free you get to set up one class and they're paid upgrades if you want to set up more than one class but for a school that signs up with us or an after school program or any school program that wants access to the enterprise license there is an element of customize custom custom ability customization ability um where you can customize the wheels and so the swipe up positive feedback wheel could be customized the swipe down misbehavior wheel could be customized the real-time attendance wheel could be customized and the um academic engagement wheel can be customized and so we were working with this team i'm not going to mention their name just yet um but very very talented team that is putting together this very cool after school program and we were telling them what the customization capabilities are and they had a whole vision of values and competencies and things that they were looking for that they wanted to measure to see if their program is successful or not. And so they wanted to use class stars as part of their assessment tool. So they would be having surveys for the teachers and the students uh, periodically, but also having the teachers use class stars to monitor uh, student engagement, student performance, so on and so forth. And so we were trying to align our vision and making sure that we're looking at the same things, we're keeping track of the same things so so that this program can really evaluate themselves and see where they need to make improvement. And so we had our preliminary meeting and it went really, really well. And it was nothing uh, that I could have anticipated, nothing what, what I was expecting to have. And it was on both sides, it was the same thing, the feeling was mutual. They were completely blown away of the simplicity of class stars, but they were looking at it from a very different way. So at the end of the meeting, we said, look, let's go back to the drawing board. I told this to them. You tell me what your values are. What are your goals? What are you trying to evaluate from your own program? And then I will bounce it around my people and come back to you with a formula that makes sense how class stars could be helpful. Okay, so a couple of days later, I get this email. Uh, it actually came in a Google Doc, and they basically took the wheels, and each wheel was its own um, idea. So they had a critical thinking wheel, they had a relationship and community building wheel, they had um, a content and comprehension wheel, and an attendance slash engagement wheel. And each wheel got its own items. And they explained the value that they're trying to support, the core competency that they're looking to evaluate, and the concrete tasks that demonstrate that core competency. And it was 
a whole list of things. And I'll, I'll just give you a couple of examples in the relationship and community building wheel. So the value was community mindedness and the core competency was a positive relationship with peers. How is that demonstrated? By making connections between personal actions and community values, demonstrating respect for other learners, communicating clearly and respectfully, listening attentively when others speak, encourages, supports, works collaboratively, works collaboratively when required, and offer, offers to help peers when needed, and has the ability to navigate conflict. So, you know, many such different examples. I can give another example, let's say, um, in the critical thinking wheel, they had the idea of uh, curiosity was the value and the core competency was questioning, asking questions, identifying problems, posing questions, having a healthy skepticism. Another value was appreciation of opposition, where the competency was the ability to revise willingness. And this is demonstrated by willingness to consider the views of others, appreciation of opposition, valuing differences, adaptability, ability to confirm to confirm or revise thinking in light of evidence and new knowledge. So, you know, really sensible, really concrete, really methodical, really, really amazing in many ways. And I started thinking about, okay, so how are we going to find this in class stars? And, you know, a lot of faces flashed before me of teachers that I would ask them, you know, keep track of every student that you give positive feedback to. And they would look at me like, seriously, I, I, I can't, you know, I can't do that. I have too much to do. My day is too busy for me to be focused on the students. And I'm thinking of all of those teachers that are just so overwhelmed. And now we're going to have them record, you know, swipe on kids when, when they show, you know, ability to confirm or revise thinking in light of evidence or new knowledge or, you know, people making connections, communicating clearly. We're going to record every time someone's communicating clearly. And I went through the entire list and I was like re reviewing it again and again and again. I read through the whole list again and again and again. And I'm thinking to myself, we've got to have a system. And here's really the challenge where I think education becomes so challenging. There's so many things that we're looking to evaluate. There's so many things that we're trying to accomplish it all just becomes jumbled. It all just becomes really, really difficult to know if you're actually doing what you're setting out to do and if it's making a difference. It's really complicated. And so the title of this episode is Valuable Data Points. I started asking myself, what are the questions? And I recently saw uh, this in an interview with Elon Musk. Love more hate him. He's all over the news. Um, he said the key to finding the right answers is asking the right questions. And I, I don't think this is his quote. I, maybe Albert Einstein said it or maybe even someone even before him. You know, but, but it's always what are we looking for? What are the right questions to be asking when trying to figure out the data points that we should be collecting? Because there is so much happening in a classroom. There is so much going on. There's so many tasks, so many objectives. We're, we can't get to everything all the time. But we need to get to everything all the time. And so we actually have schools and spoken to countless teachers that have told me this. They actually have another person whose job it is to be the observer and to mark things down and to keep track. And even that has its flaws. It's, it's not the same. It doesn't always work. It's really complicated. And so I started thinking, how can we gather the most meaningful data that will give a teacher a meaningful report? at the end of the week on a weekly basis 
Okay, it can't be that you need to wait to the end of the trimester or the end of the semester or whatever, some extended period of time. We need to be able to generate reports really bi-weekly. Every couple of days, we need to be able to look at a set of data and say, is this student thriving in our environment or not? And if not, what can we do to change that? And I realized that it boils down to three, three pillars, let's call it. Okay, the first one is that we need to make sure that the classroom environment is truly inclusive. And what I mean by that, as I've said many, many times, is that every student is seen, heard, acknowledged, included in a positive way at least every other day. Really, ideally every day, but at least every other day. And that's the function of the green wheel. The green wheel is there to remind the teacher which students have been possibly overlooked, which students are more engaged or less engaged, and to even the playing field that everybody has equal opportunity. This is not something that a student should need to earn. This is not a reward system for good behavior. This is a right and entitlement that every student in the classroom gets to be seen. Now, how are we going to acknowledge these kids? We're going to take the value system that we are trying to reinforce. And the best way to reinforce positive behavior is by highlighting it. So when a student does something that fits with our value system and you comment on that, that is a positive feedback that will reinforce the value system and will also let that student feel seen and heard and acknowledged. Okay, now this value system needs to be very, very broad. Okay, it can't be too specific because the criteria for keeping kids included needs to be such that it's completely within the control of the teacher. Once you make it that the child has to do something specific in order to get that, it's already earned. And now the teacher can't necessarily say about any kid in the classroom, that they did, you know, that they met the criteria because it's too specific and they haven't met the criteria. But if you keep the values general, like, you know, respect for others, if you keep it general, like appreciation of opposition, curiosity, community mindedness, if you keep it to those kinds of values, like being persistent, active listening, being on task, having good teamwork. If it's general enough, then you can always find the student doing it, catch them being good, highlight it. So the two purposes of this, and we did a podcast episode on this uh, a while back of the dual purpose green wheel, that number one, the primary focus is to make sure that everyone is included. The primary focus is to make sure that every child is seen, heard, acknowledged. But number two, the secondary focus is to support the value system, to encourage and promote a specific set of values. And by keeping it broad enough, you can always catch a kids because kids are always being within the value system. They're always doing things that are good and you just got to catch them being good. You have to highlight them. And by reinforcing that, you reinforce it within the child that you're actually talking to, but even the other children get to hear it, that this is what's important to us. This is what we highlight. And so that is the first ask. Okay, the second ask is maintaining decorum, and that is making sure that the boundaries are clear, the expectations are clear. Very often, because teachers can't keep track of everything, children will push the boundaries. And when the teacher does not push back or acknowledge or make the expectations clear that this is not acceptable in this environment, children take that as 
a message that that is acceptable. And so very often kids will do the same behavior every day, get no feedback on it, and then suddenly get the book thrown at them. And they're like, I don't get it. I've been doing this all along. Why am I suddenly getting punished for it now? And it's very confusing for kids. It doesn't work. It's really, really bad for them. So by having clear expectations, and again, we don't expect anybody to be perfect here, but by having clear boundaries, clear expectations of what we're expecting from kids, when kids violate those boundaries, whether it's being disrespectful to others, whether it's talking out of place, whether it's conflict, being unprepared, whatever it might be, you want to keep a record of that. Okay, You want to keep a record, not because you want to penalize the children, because again, in class stars, the misbehaviors are used as a understanding of a child's struggle, and those kids that struggle more get more positive feedback. So that's really important as well. And so the se- so again, the first task is to make sure that there is inclusivity. Everyone is included. The second task is to make sure that there's a proper decorum. The boundaries are being supported. And then the third task is to make sure that the skills and values are being taught. Okay, so the way we're looking at this is actually there are four things that we want to do in school. We want to engage all the kids. And number two, I really put this as a separate thing, is build relationships. Everything is relationships. That's really the foundation of everything is the relationships. But we build the relationship with these children by, number one, engaging them, number two, teaching them to maintain appropriate boundaries, and number three, teaching them the values and skills. And class stars will help you measure your engagement, measure your relationship, document your relationship, set and maintain appropriate boundaries, reinforce the values, and measure growth in the values. And it does that by taking these values, putting them in the green wheel, making sure everyone is seen, putting all of the boundaries in the red wheel, making sure that those are not violated. And then in the academic wheel, we look at the skills and values that we want to develop further. And we can rate them on a five-point scale using... um, whatever different rating mechanisms and methods that you want to use, whether it's Bloom's taxonomy, the uh, web's depth of knowledge, the okay, um, anything else that you might want to use to measure different levels of understanding or development of knowledge and skills, you can do that as well. And so this was an amazing exercise uh, that we are continuing to work on because we are very close to having a very, very customized version of Class Stars. If this sounds interesting to you, please, please reach out to me because we are finding that a lot of teachers, a lot of schools have already a program, have already, whether it's an SEL program or anything, that they want to support a specific goal, a specific outcome. And there aren't really good evaluation tools for it. And so we're opening up class stars to be more flexible, to be more customizable, to be the tool that helps you make sure that you know what's going on. And with minimal data collection, these are really the valuable data points that we want to collect. With minimal data collection, we can actually give you enough data. We actually are collecting enough data to tell you a story about every child a few times a week. If you use it more, obviously, it will tell you a story even more frequently. If you use it less, it will tell you a little bit less, but it does give you enough data every couple of days to be able to evaluate how am I interacting with this child? How is this child interacting with their environment? And this can be the difference between a child's success and failure if you catch them early and you make the necessary adjustments. 
that gives them more opportunities to succeed and to thrive. So I just wanted to share that with you. It was such an amazing opportunity and it is an amazing opportunity to work with this team and hopefully we'll get some of them onto the podcast. We'll interview some of them in coming weeks, but I just wanted to share all that with you guys and hope you enjoy it. And again, please, please download the app, start using it. We have a lot of people coming onto it now and it's going really, really well. We're getting phenomenal feedback from the teachers that are using it. It's a great tool to help, uh, Make sure that your class is truly inclusive to make sure to identify kids that are at risk or potential of being unseen. It's great for not penalizing kids that are struggling, actually. That's, that's pretty important as well. And so it does a lot of things that really traditional behavior apps don't do. So check it out. It's on all the app stores. You can listen to all the podcast episodes. You can watch the training on the website, classstars.com. Let us know how it's changing your classroom. Take care. See you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.